Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now What's up, and welcome to another exciting edition of Bearded B-Roll. I'm Kyle. And I'm Mike, just two bearded dudes here to chat about all the movies you love, hate, don't mind, or simply never heard of. Are you ready? I am. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Bearded B-Roll, the show where Mike makes me watch terrible movies uh, that he finds on the internet just to punish me. Well, I don't think that's accurate. So on this weekend roundup, we'll be talking about Body Melt from 1993, directed by Philip Brophy in Australia, with a budget of $1.6 million and really bad ratings on IMDb. And It's one of the best Australian movies that you've never heard of. 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb and 31% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think that's true. 10 out of 10. T- 10 out of 10? 10 we only go to 4, though. You remind me of this all the time. No, no, I was on IMDb Very specific ratings. about your four. So let's tackle Body Melt. Now, this was a movie that I think is is pretty much all about the visual element, because when you try to break down the plot- 17 tries to watch it. I finally watched it all the way through without being distracted, and I'm still, I still had to look up what the plot was. There's a lot of uh, seemingly unconnected things that happen, like the woman who may or may not be stealing men's ribs. Uh, and none of it really ever ties together. Was it supposed to be vignettes? That was the thing. Yeah, I read about that. And apparently it was originally written with the idea of it being anthology-based. And yet somehow they never edited it that way, even though that would have made mounds of sense. and oh, would have So much more sense. Because each story would have been self-contained. Yeah, and based off like the house of the people, that would have been fine. But no, somehow the hills have eyes ghosts zombies and vitamins that cause you not to melt but aliens to burst out of you i don't know what the melting part came from there's no melting until like the last 10 minutes of the movie but and so much jizz i don't know if it's supposed to be but i'm not every time someone's supposed to be melting looks like jizz i'm pretty sure the liquids were like neon yellow is that what yours looks like? No, it was bright white. It was it was white, depending on the situation. Like the dude at the end, that fitness dude, when his nose started leaking jizz, I was like, damn, that's a it lot. It was green. It, it was, was green. White. For me, it was white. Maybe I'm colorblind. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so what's 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 supposed to be the plot of the movie? So so the basic plot, as far as I can understand it, and I've seen this movie like four times, and, and I, at this point, I've determined that the plot really isn't that important. Because I still liked it, 
but I don't know what the hell it was supposed to mean. The basic plot, as far as I could tell, is that there is a place called Vimyaville that produced drugs that were intended to enhance human ability. Uh, however, it was shut down years ago because of health risks, and somehow it managed to open back up and be really high profile and have no one be aware of its existence. Except for one doctor. There's also some people who may or may not have taken the vitamins who are affected in weird ways, such as hallucinations and body transformations. Might we please... Um... All right, so I, I wrote down the plot that I found on IMDb real quick. So residents of Pebble Beats, Pebbles Court, not Pebble Beach. Pebble Beats is a good name for a rapper. I'm pretty sure Pebble Beach is like a video game thing. Oh, I thought you said Pebble Beats. No, oh no. Pebbles Court, Holmesville are being used unknowingly as test experiments for a new body drug that causes rapid decomposition, melting skin, etc., and painful death. What kind of vitamin company? Is like, man, I want to melt people with my vitamins. One, 100% going to get caught because not everybody takes vitamins. <laughs> Two, like nobody takes vitamins. I take vitamins. Three, at the end, there's like a part where the dude's like, actually, it's, it would do what you wanted to do if you had this secret little thing I stole. If he... If... <sighs> <laughs> There was a whole backstory between that guy and that other guy that they just never delved into because he apparently was the scientist that through tried the, whole, the through the whole movie. It's all implying that these people are just trying to like murder the world with vitamins, and then at the end, it's like actually I was trying to do a nice thing. And it's like wait, wait, what? <laughs> and the weird thing is, the woman in the beginning who gives the guy enough doses to kill twenty Rottweilers, I think is how she described it. Yeah, man, she called them Rottweilers. She's been taking the vitamins too. So like, obviously they, but, it, but like if she's taking them and she knows that giving them to someone else will kill them, how, what, are, what is the take? Everyone's taking them. They're also giving them to their employees. Those like just two random bulky guys, which this is a giant corporation thing where they're making massive amounts of pills and they have four people on staff. Five. Sorry. There was five. It was strange. It was, it was <laughs> so, I guess let's let's break it down into vignettes for a second. So we've got the two guys. Well, we got to start with the opening one, which is like the lady and the dude banging. And I guess, does he think she's giving him heroin? Or is he like, no, I always take my vitamins through a needle. I thought he, he was, was super into it. No, that. he was smiling. All right. Maybe he thought it was drugs. He might have thought it was drugs. And, and how about how high tech? Their computer system is. It doesn't look like it's the video game Paperboy every time they log into something. I love that game. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk about because the plot is like first, a non-issue. The first vignette first. I guess this this if this was an anthology, this would be be the framing story. So it's this lady poisoning one of her own scientists because he's decided to not be a scientist for them anymore i thought he was going to expose them to like, how the press Insta he wasn't going to talk to the police he wasn't going to talk to anybody he was going to where they were doing the experiments how does that i don't know she was I, instead of that you should just go straight to the police <sighs> anyway so he dies in a car accident and the police give a, a, a classic buddy cop pulling off the shades one-liner of at least we could charge him with not wearing a seatbelt or some dumb crap like that. 
and nobody noticed. And then we're the introduced giant, to like, Pebbles Court tentacles. Well, we're not doing like a straight linear description of this, are we? I just want to talk about vignettes. No, no, no. I mean, that's just well, that's just how that one ends. Well, unless you want to include the fact that he just decided that drinking detergent counteracts vitamin poisoning. Well, I think the framing story in jet, like if this was done as an anthology, I think the framing story would have been the woman poisoning the guy. And that wouldn't have been the end of it because that would have been brought back at the end with like the more corporate side of Vimyaville where she melts to death. And then that random doctor who lost his ear kills himself. That would have been, I think, the framing story. Yeah. That's of the that's actual the framing story is. They murder them and then that. Let's talk about, let's break down the individual vignettes for a minute. Cause there's like the one. There's a guy who keeps dropping Alka-Seltzer tablets in water, and he keeps having visions of a beaten-up prostitute, I guess? Well, so the thing about that is, is it's not the Alka-Seltzer tablets. This is the part where I was like, why would you just take vitamins that you find in the mail? Because they- Oh, they, that came in the mail? Yeah. It was in his mailbox. Like, he just went out and he was like, oh, I, well, my Alka-Seltzer did it work. I'll just take this random powder and put it in bubbly water. Times have changed. Super threw me off, man. I would definitely not take random medicine I got in the mail. <laughs> you don't even know if it's medicine. It's just powder. Well, it says it's medicine. And then I guess we'll start with that dude. So he starts like having ghost visions. She keeps disappearing. He like meets somebody at the airport and she's real beat up. And then he brings well, her back to his he house. At the airport too. Like I didn't understand. He's outside. The police are like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to the airport. I'm, a, I'm on my way to get a flight. And then he's just at his job that he didn't need to fly to. Yeah, no, none, none of that really made sense. He just sense. went to the airport. <laughs> he went to the airport and then he like took a nap at work and got yelled at by his secretary for not working. And then she was like, don't worry, I'll cover for you. And then, then he sees the same beaten up prostitute later, but she's not beaten up. And now she's no, made no, up no. to look she's attractive, She's beat up right? first, though. And then he explains to her where the bathroom is. She disappears. And then she's hot. And then she shoves her hands inside of him. I, I know they go back to it later, but I got to say the rib massaging scene is probably like the laugh out loud moment of this for me. Because she's just like randomly. I'm on a quest to collect 13 male ribs. She's got this like velvet lined case or whatever with like 12 ribs in it already. And then she just starts massaging him till this rib pokes out because that's how anatomy works. And I loved it. I didn't understand it even a little bit, but I thought it was great. I don't understand anything in this movie, to be honest. But I think the, the, the most enjoyable vignette, probably because they were like the more likable characters in a movie where there really weren't too many likable characters, were the two like goofy Italian opal mining guys? They weren't opal mining. I didn't even understand. Well, they sa- that. they said they were one. What were they actually going to do that they had to lie about it? They were going to the Vimvaville place to do some kind of like sperm doning or something. Right. They were like, we're, they're going to be hot women. So I was like, and- <laughs> this isn't a crime. Why are you guys hiding it in opal mine? Like, what the fuck is opal? Opal's a. It's like a gem. I know. Like a- and then the dude's like, or maybe it was pearl diving. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I saw, I saw it on TV the other night. But they get the uh, the weirdest fucking. No, my thing favorite yet. part of this though is the fact that they're just they're driving around and everything's fine, and then all of a sudden, no explanation. They just don't have a windshield anymore, and further, no explanation. There's just a place for windshields. Well, you got to be Australian about it. We got to call it the windscreen. I don't care. <laughs> I I feel like if I would have had that same situation, all of a sudden I just don't have a windshield, and all of a sudden there's just a windshield place. 
probably not going there, especially if the sign is like made with crayon. And then I get there and it's a bunch of Hills have eyes. People that are also running an ice cream parlor slash breakfast lunch and tea place. They were way too comfortable with the freak people. Real, like even if they weren't scary looking, even if that was like a normal business, I'm not going to be like, Oh yeah, let me play with your farm kids. But these people were all like super deformed. They had big growths on their head and they're all like acting super weird. And they're like, Hey, come over and sit down. And they're like, okay, great. And they're running around with them. Like, like they're playing in the backyard or something. <laughs> it's not even normal play. They went and they ran around and watched them kill and then eat the adrenal gland out of a kangaroo, which I don't know how these two stoner kids knew what an adrenal gland was, but whatever. I don't know where that is. They called it like crazy juice when they were eating oh, it or crazy something. Crazy worm. Like. Called it crazy worm. That's the adrenal gland. And they're like, yeah. Why does everybody know what the adrenal gland looks like? I wouldn't have been able to point that out. Dude, dude for real, especially on a kangaroo, I've been like, what? Like, like a non-human? I don't know where it is on a person, let alone other things. And then they just go and do donuts in the celebration donut car that's only designed yeah. to do those, but then crash. They don't know that yet, that it, that it only does donuts. What about the fact that, like, the waitress comes out giving the guy eyes, and she's made up to look pretty terrifying. Like, the the forehead eyebrow makeup on this woman is pretty freaky. So I didn't want to say that, because I wasn't sure it wasn't just her face. No, no, I looked her up online. She She does have, like, kind of a large square face, but, I mean, the eyebrow stuff was, like, all prosthetic. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. I don't have to feel terrible. Well, and she was like obviously making like goofy faces and stuff, and like the guy's just looking at her like, "Hey, baby, what's up?" And it's like this nothing. Is clearly, like a dude that's like never seen a woman before, and this is the first time one's even considered it. And you know what? Good, good for him. Who cares? Like that's fine. Go, go, go. Get you some weird, nasty, inbred cooch. Do you not remember what happens? Yeah, no, that's the scary part. And then, then, and then there's that, and I didn't. There's just she's What was she going for? She seemed to like him. Well, they were banging, and then she was like, Do you want a love bite? And he was like, Heck yeah. And then she ripped out his throat with her teeth. And then they, they cut away, and then she was shoving a stick into his balls. Yeah, that was the part that I was confused about. It was like an aluminum fence post or something. And she's just grinding it into his genitals. It's like she was a vampire, but she was trying to stake him, but because she's a vampire, she doesn't know how. I think the vampire is probably like the least relevant reference you could have pulled out of your ass right now. I mean, she was stabbing him with a stick. With and a she metal also pole. was drinking his blood from his neck. We don't know if she's and drinking she kind of looked like a vampire. She was super pale. She looked like a vampire from like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They had like weird eyebrows. So what did you think was the the trauma moment? I mean, a lot of this movie was like trauma. That whole part, everything with the hillbillies was. I'm pretty sure I wrote down something about trauma hillbillies there is one part i was very disappointed in though and that's to What's go that? back to the beginning real quick the police cruiser that was not a ford falcon how did they expect to catch that guy without the last of the v8s are you making like a mad max reference yeah okay <laughs> you, you don't know what car mad max drives i don't remember you it's been least, a long at least you, you recognize the last of the v8s reference i mean and it's australian so, but what did you think was, cause I, I have like a really specific one in mind, but what, what did you, did you have a moment where you were like, oh man, this is the part that would like piss off the censors no, the most. Everything involving the hillbillies, everything, everything that involved ev that whole part, like the rest of the movie, I'm like, okay, this is just a crappy, like sci-fi horror movie. 
but those that every them in general, because I think I wrote down trauma mutants. That's what it is. I wrote down <laughs> that they were trauma mutants. And then maybe the part where the dude decided that he needed to like go inside and explore after the dude ran off because the dirt bitch was killing a guy and they needed to tell their dad or something. And he goes in and like, I, I swear I thought it was people fucking. And then they On show the, the dog and then the dog. No, no, no. Just the the sound. So oh. it sounds like people banging. And then they show the dog and they make sure that the dog is panting real heavy. And I'm like, Oh, that's weird. That dog sounded like people were doing it. And then he turns around and porns on. I'm like, Nope, I was right. But then he sits down to watch it. Like, oh, well, there's porn on. I might as well just grab a, grab a chair. Yeah, right on top of the old lady. <laughs> no, the part I was trying to, to reference, the part that I thought was the, the part that would piss off the censors the most had nothing to even do with that. It was the little boy on the half pipe. That was the best. Actually, that is pretty trauma-y, though. I got you. You know, his sister's like, I hope you break your goddamn neck or whatever. And then he like goes out, does the half pipe, breaks his neck. And the parents are like, should we be concerned about little Timmy or whatever his name was? And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, he's sleeping under the stars tonight. And they show him out there and he's like still alive, twitching with like half his face crushed off. And then he just kind of like stops breathing. Like melting from like the medicine also. Yeah, because he ate the food. How about the fact though, that kid was like fucking, he would have been an all-star at like the X Games. He was doing flips and shit. None of my friends ever did flips whenever I would go with them to skate parks. And I'd be like, do a flip. And they'd be like, no, I'll die. I mean, he died. <laughs> so I guess they had a point but he did like two before that he was just like this is the one and then he did like a flip directly into the middle of the fucking ground like that wasn't that was just his he was just making a bad life choice I did think it was weird that there was a half pipe there in the first place what was the deal with that family I love how the dad was like an out of shape in shape guy oh that was the guy who was jogging with like the big yellow walkman or whatever yeah, and the, the weird leotard and the giant water bottle <laughs> Everybody hated him just because of him. He was just that guy. He was just that guy. And then they're, so they're just like, we're going on vacation to this awesome health spa. We're going on a vacation to the vitamin amusement park. Yeah. yeah. You guys got free vitamins. We got a full ass trip to their fucking health spa. Suit. And once again, amazing, amazing computer graphics for data analysis. You know, Three cartoon images of pee vials that are being filled up. And hence. one overflowing because of the child that's dead outside. What about the two the two muscle guys that work there? And uh at least one of them was being voiced by like a child or a woman. No, I think that was his real voice. The man. I think that's like isn't that like a like a symptom of, of doing roids is getting a high pitched voice? I think that's a myth because Because of all the times you've juiced? No, because people act like if you get your testicles cut off, your voice is all of a sudden going to start being like really high. But that's not the case, because that only is the case if you were castrated prior to puberty. Well, what if it's like, uh, what if it's like he's gotten such an overabundance of testosterone that it's like cycled back to the beginning, and he's got like none now? Then I don't think he would have had that many muscles either. I feel like he would have been in a very different stage of whatever process he was Listen, in. I think that meant people's voices don't aren't denoted by body mass. I just think they did a higher pitch voice as a joke on purpose. I think you're very insulting to that man, that poor, poor giant man. Was that the one whose penis exploded or was that the other guy? No, the one with the high pitch voice was the one that died strangling his friend's girlfriend after she left him because he wanted to bang too much and she wanted to get food. <laughs> 
And then it turned out that his penis exploded, and that's why he wanted to bang so much. Yeah, he was like watching porn, and you saw it kind of growing in his pants, and he's like, what's going on there? And then- This is mad late in the episode, but also just, hey, everybody, spoilers, and also, this is very explicit. (laughs) (laughs) Should cut that part out, throw that in the beginning somewhere. I'll put it right where it is, (laughs) I guess. Uh, uh, also, I forgot though. I meant to. I meant to reference the. Since we're just talking about all the people that died and how the dude in the beginning, when he flew through his windshield, did you notice how slowly he kind of like loped himself out and then rolled over? <laughs> like it was a hundred percent like he did that on his own, not the force of the thing throwing him out. So you don't think they actually crashed a car and had somebody fly out of it with no protective equipment on? No, I think that he slowly crawled out of the window and then rolled over because that's what it looked like. They didn't really do any kind of effect there at all. Yeah, why was I? Okay, here's the other thing that like never gets explained that I would have liked a little more background on. What is with that guy in the beginning, knowing that he's afflicted with whatever symptoms he has, even though he was fine getting shot up with the vitamins earlier in the movie? Why is he like drinking detergent? I don't understand. I already referenced why I don't understand the detergent idea to counteract the vitamins. He's like squirting it in his neck hole too. Like it's going to somehow reverse or slow the process. So here's the thing. If this was actually supposed to be like muscle enhancement, like steroid type vitamin, like healthiness stuff, where the fuck did the alien thing come from? There's like no like, oh, it's aliens. It's like, no, that's something that just grew inside of them as a result. Well, it's like, is it like the situation where they're like, oh, well, there's bacteria in yogurt. This is a similar kind of thing, only it grows inside your body. Or is it like a part of your body that has somehow animated itself and become sentient? Never explained. Because it looks a lot like the face sucker from the alien movies. Yeah, or like a placenta monster. It's like tentacly. Except for the placenta monster. Oh my God. The part where the woman calls the doctor and she's freaking out and she's like, is it possible to sort of um, drop your placenta a month before giving birth? (laughs) It's just like, no. I'll be right over. That that whole part was hilarious because the guy comes in while the woman's trying to like, I don't even want to say like self-abort because at that point she was just trying to not die. She grabs like like a dagger slash letter opener that they keep by the bed, which I thought was kind of weird. And she's like ready to stab herself right in the stomach with it. The guy comes in. He's like, no, don't do it. And he tries to stop her. But then he doesn't try. He just stands in the corner. He's like, don't do it. And then she explodes. I thought he grabbed her. No, he stayed where he was. When her stomach explodes, there's like a fan or something in the prosthetic. Did you see that? Like billowing up. Yeah, it was just like releasing steam. It, there's no, there's no like logical scientific consistency to any of the shit that happens in this movie. Some people turn into snot monsters. So I'm so, I was so confused because like, I thought that guy had died because he was attacked by the placenta monster. But part A, <laughs> did she have two placenta monsters? Like, did one get shot out of her gut when it exploded, and that's the one that attacked him, or while he was distracted by her exploding? Did the placenta monster come and get him? Because it shows like something crawling into his throat. I don't think the placenta was a monster. I think the placenta just dropped out on the floor. I think the monster was actually. It crawled away. Did it? She was searching for it through the house at one point. 
I think the monster might have been the fetus. Well, she was searching for the placenta, which is why I assumed it was the placenta monster, because it wasn't where she left it. Well, yeah, but if, if she, because there was still something in her, even if she dropped the placenta, but then after she explodes, she's emptied out. So that tells me that whatever the fetus was, was somehow modified by the vitamins, air quotes. Uh, and then that's what the second monster was. This is like, that was like another thing that I really loved. So it's a vitamin company and they're working with an OBGYN and hillbillies to do this well the hillbilly is not really i'm just not sure what the goal was ultimately of this was it just to make money because like they had to have known that the product they were selling all five of the employees there must have known something was wrong with it and how long had they been on the vitamins before it affected them presumably they've been on the vitamins since for like a while but then all of a sudden it gets like out of control and everybody turns into like a snot monster no it's just just monsters I love the fact that when like she goes to the OBGYN though, there's just random doctor shit in his office that like has nothing to do with being an OBGYN. Like there's just a picture of like someone's elbow, like x-ray and a pregnant Barbie doll. Yep. I'm just like, yeah, yes, he's a doctor. And I don't know what the deal was with the one guy who apparently was sort of behind the whole scheme, shooting himself in the hand before he shot himself in the head. That's the OBGYN. What point was he trying to make when he shot himself in the hand? He was like, the vitamins can make you better. And then he shot himself. And he was like, see? And is there just no like Food and Drug Administration in Australia or what? Because the movie ends with them like mass producing these pills and like getting them on the shelves Yo, in the convenience stores. Really, like, you would think that the whole corporation being shut down would get that shut down, especially like who's shipping them out? The five dead employees? Yeah. Like where is it being manufactured? Hopefully corporation, but like, so? They said that the place had been shut down like 20 years ago or something. So how did this not send up red flags? They never changed the, the company name. It's still Vimeoville. And do anything. So that was a movie that I discovered maybe less than a year ago. And I was just like, where the hell did this movie come from? How have I never seen it before? We forgot about the Predator face guy. Who was the Predator face guy? That was Alka-Seltzer. Was that him? Because there was also like that one that the cops kept being like, Where's Peter or whatever the fuck his name is? Like the guy from House Nine. That wasn't Alka-Seltzer guy because the cops were always looking for that guy and he never showed up. And then the doctor just went into like a random house and was like, I'm going to give a shit. Knew exactly where the monster was and was like, I'm going to give it a shot. And then it ripped his ear off. Yeah, when he gets his ear ripped off, that's Alka-Seltzer guy. Okay. Predator face. But like googly eye predator face. Predator face, but silly. There's like a lot of porn in this movie too. Just hardcore porn on TV. Anytime anybody's watching TV, that's what's on. So I guess the reason I wanted to watch this one was because there's really no other movie like it. I don't recognize anybody in it from any other movie. How about the ending? What 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 part of the ending in particular? One, the mom's super tongue. Oh that yeah. Was pretty right. cool. That's when they found out that like that place should have been shut down. Does the daughter not have anything? Because they said that her pee had stuff in it too. She clearly had ingested something. I was confused because she was like, oh, they ate the food. So I guess, but like, I thought she had a plate in front of her and she was there working out. I don't think she would have worked out if she was starving. So I was And she was on the data thing of the urine tests. So I guess they just like decided not to kill her for some reason. Um, but no. So the very end, when they go to the, the, the police station and the cops are barricading a puke monster in the other cop's office. Which, for one, really threw me off, because they're CIB, which I assume means that, that they're, like, 
the FBI version for Australia or some nonsense, but they work out of just a regular police station. Well, I mean, it depends if they don't have a field office in that area and they're just in that spot just for this I don't one know how government stuff works anyway. I just thought that was weird. But yeah, so they lock the puke monster in his office with a random police officer. So apparently this scene was like a big deal because like when I looked it up, everybody was like, so how about the puke scene? I was like, what do you mean the puke scene? And then I got to it. I'm like, oh, you know, that scene actually didn't register that much with me just watching it. There's a lot happening. It was a long scene for what it was of just a man projectile vomiting green stuff onto everybody. But the the parts that were great for it were a the police officer who's like, fuck a duck during the whole thing. Because I was like, I think the only I've heard that phrase before, and I was like, I never understood what why. And I was it Donnie Darko? No, Donnie Darko suck a fuck. Yeah, that was yeah, <laughs> that was one exactly suck a fuck. But it made me think of that when he said fuck a duck, and I'm like, why? And then, but he's like, just puking on everything. And then they're like, morgue guy, coroner, whatever the fuck, comes in. And he's just like, huh. This is crazy. Making jokes and shit like it's completely normal. He was like, he's wearing the same shirt I am because he had like a tie-dye shirt on. And the guy was covered in like rainbow puke. So that was a little tasteless. So Body Melt, cinematic classic of Australian exploitation, also called Ausploitation, apparently. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it two out of four beards just for the experiential value of it. And they clearly had fun making it. And the fact that there was no plot didn't even bother me that much because I was still entertained. What about you? One. I'm going to give it one because it took me 15 tries to watch it. Minimum. Before I even kind of understood what was happening. Would you recommend it to anyone? Yeah, probably. Definitely would. Definitely do it. And then I'd watch it with them, but I wouldn't watch the movie again. Watch them watching the movie. Like, right? So follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bearded B-Roll and look for us anywhere you find podcasts. Check out our website, beardedbroll.com for info and links to merch. And remember to email us with ideas and suggestions at beardedbroll at gmail.com. And check out our Discord. Yeah, all those things. Okay, bye. Don't take your vitamins. You, you should take vitamins. Just don't, don't take your vitamins. Take reputable vitamins. Nobody knows what's inside of vitamins because vitamins don't have to be tested by the FDA. Don't take your vitamins. This is a public service announcement from Kyle.